story number one, Tyler, we're chatting big tech again. Uh, I, I'm sure our audience realizes to some degree uh, big tech is an easy uh, segment for us to comment on. There's always so much happening, so much drama, new technology, new B2B relationships to unpack. But it's really important because big tech really has been defined in the last decade at least as uh, one of the major pillars of our growing economy and of a broader uh, just growing segment in global capitalism, basically. Uh, they are asserting their power. They are asserting uh, their product. And it's important to analyze what the effects and consequences are of that explosion of technology business. So we're chatting Facebook today, and we're specifically chatting a Facebook boycott. So this is interesting. The Stop Hate for Profit campaign is attempting to use boycotting against Facebook. Uh, now, if we look at boycotting in the past, boycotting is an effective, um, I guess, method of protest, if you want to, uh, I guess, frame it that way. You can look uh, more specifically to YouTube, for example, in 2017. There were uh, major campaigns to boycott YouTube after uh, several ads were placed on uh, extreme far-right conspiratorial content that um, people said were promoting racist or homophobic or conspiracy, uh, like harmful conspiracy theory uh, information. Uh, and so some companies pulled their ads from that and there was a small effect. Now we see YouTube is continuing to prosper. So, you know, was it effective? Probably not that effective, but boycotts have been used against big tech in the past. So there is a bit of a history here uh, with boycotting as a tool against big tech. So we're seeing Stop Hate for Profit try the same thing against Facebook. And what they've done is they've targeted major companies and explained the current situation, which they frame as Facebook is not doing enough to stop racist and hateful content from appearing on its site. And they're definitely not doing enough to uh, stop drawing people to that content either. So it's not that they're not even deplatforming, but they're also not um, they're not stopping just the general flow of, hey, we're going to recommend this content on your feed, mm -hmm. right? The, the basics of their algorithm still work in favor of this content, which Stop Hate for Profit is saying is problematic. Um, Major companies have now already pulled advertising from Facebook. That includes Ford, Adidas, HP, Coke, Unilever, Starbucks, and even another big techer, Microsoft. And most of Facebook's revenue comes from ads. So this strategy of trying to pull an ad boycott is definitely the right move if you are trying to hit their pockets. Um, an ad boycott at scale could be disastrous for the company, especially if the PR campaign around Stop Hate for Profit impacts both consumer confidence and B2B relationships enough to lower trust around Facebook. Cambridge Analytica was the last major scandal. That wasn't really enough to shake up Facebook uh, with its business ties or its consumer confidence uh, scale, I guess, if you want to quantify it. Uh, because clearly it's still a popular and widely globally used site. So you wonder, you know, what's it going to take really for there to be uh, mass upheaval mm -hmm. against Facebook? I'm not really sure. 
this leaves us at the point where we have to be asking, what is the long-term impact of this boycott? And this is where I want to loop you in, Tyler. I'm going to list out a few things here and then we'll discuss. Most of the major companies that said they're pulling ads have only committed to boycotting for one month in July. So it's already a very short-term thing. Uh, and if you look at which companies are boycotting and what that represents uh, monetarily for Facebook, it's kind of a drop in the bucket. The 100 highest spending brands on Facebook advertising spent $4.2 billion last year, which sounds like a lot, but that's only 6% of their ad revenue. The majority of their ad revenue comes from thousands of small and medium-sized businesses, many of which can't afford that cut and reach and have little to no other platform to reach such a wide audience. Um, and you know what's also unsure is whether anyone in the Facebook hierarchy will respond because of Facebook's uniquely uh, stacked pillar-like hierarchy. Mark Zuckerberg has retained a lot of the decision-making power for the company, meaning he can overrule shareholders. He can make decisions with or without their influence and obviously with or without the influence of his constituents. So will this campaign be enough to trigger a response? Zuckerberg already said that uh, they would announce that uh, Facebook is going to tag hateful content moving forward, but it doesn't look like the Stop Hate for Profit campaign is uh, ending their efforts because of that. There's still a month of boycotting. So this could grow. This could fizzle. Uh, it's, it's hard to say at this point. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that one point there that the majority of ad revenue comes from thousands of small and medium-sized businesses, that to me is a very, very um, pertinent thing to, to bring up in these in, in these types of conversations. Because sure, yeah, it, it is a big deal when you have big name brands like Coke, Starbucks, Microsoft pulling out from advertising on your platform for a month. But really... What it boils down to is Facebook has become a central piece of the overall digital marketing puzzle for so many businesses that really rely on what the platform provides in order to get its message out to connect with consumers and things like that. And so I think that's the biggest issue here is that it it's become a situation where even for even for me, I don't advertise on Facebook. I would like to not have Facebook anymore, but it's such a convenient tool to gather people together and to arrange and coordinate things amongst friends, you know? So um, whether it's weekly Zoom calls or whatever, we have a Facebook group where we just kind of say, hey, is, is everybody going to jump on this week? Th things like that. Uh, I organize a weekly soccer game when there's not a global pandemic um, and we use Facebook for that. And so even just in a very small anecdotal example, I would like to not have Facebook anymore, but it's created a convenient outlet for me to be able to coordinate with people that I need to coordinate with on a regular basis because it, it provides the tools necessary for that in a convenient fashion. Whereas, you know, for, for these businesses that are looking at what they're doing from a holistic digital marketing perspective, social media plays such a huge role in that. And on a previous episode of Business Casual, we covered the fact that Facebook isn't just Facebook. It's also Instagram. It's also WhatsApp. And so if you say, okay, I'm going to delete my Facebook and then I'm going to, you know, still advertise on Instagram or, uh, you know, things, things like that, then uh, Facebook is still winning, right? So I, I think that... I, as much as I think that there should be some backlash against Facebook for a lot of different things, I just don't see it making enough of a dent for there to be substantive uh, change coming out of Facebook. Yeah. And, you know, I think if Stop Hate for Profit 
wants to be effective, uh, they need to target more than just the largest brands because to some degree, the largest brands can take a month off and say, hey, look, we're doing our part. And then, I mean, do you really think Ford, Adidas, HP, Coke, Unilever, Starbucks, Microsoft, uh, you know, are are wanting to sink or tank Facebook? I mean, no, definitely not. And, you know, they benefit from Facebook's ad dollars and from their ad data, uh, you know, the same way that these small companies do as well. So there's no reason to think that they really want Facebook to suffer here. Um, you could be totally cynical and say, okay, well, they're doing you know their PR part to go along with the campaign. And then if Facebook does enough, then they'll just jump back in and they'll be you know siphoning money back off to Facebook again for uh, you know advertisement. So I don't think it's necessarily uh, enough to their uh, for there to really be like a major shift on Facebook's behalf. It would have to take a communication that, uh, make small and medium-sized business owners feel like this fight is your fight, and if you know if you really care about promoting your business, and Facebook is the main platform that you can push your ads on, do you really want that on a same site that X Y Z right that allows hateful comment or allows racist content? Uh, and then even beyond that, I think it's important to be thinking about okay, well, if they did respond, what does it look like for them to police content like that? How do you know that they are going to manage pulling racist or hateful content in a way that is, I mean, you know, like, what, what does that actually look like in practice? What is racist? What is hateful? You know, I'm not trying to be like a racism denier here. Definitely not. But the idea of Facebook uh, regulating content in that way feels like if it isn't refined, it could backfire and end up uh being a kind of censorship that we haven't really seen from big tech, um, but are almost demanding to a degree from big tech. So it's a very tricky uh, topic to maneuver. And, uh, you know, I think though I appreciate the sentiments of this campaign, uh, you know, I think it's important that the um, that the demands are clear so that it doesn't devolve into Facebook basically getting to more overtly decide what and what doesn't get to be posted on their site mm -hmm. when they, for much of the globe, are the internet. They're not just a site. They really have become a walled garden of internet access for uh, billions of people. So it's a, it's a dynamic that needs to be taken into account, and uh, we're just going to have to see how this boycott continues to play out. 100%. 100%. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. 